Welcome to the Capgemini Cloud Podcast. I'm your host, Jean-Philippe de France. I'm an enterprise architect for Capgemini Group Portfolio. And today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Ben Scohen, Global Lead for Cloud Accelerators component of Capgemini Cloud Platform. Capgemini Cloud Platform helps people build their business in the cloud. And together, today, we'll be discussing how to bake a cake with the cloud. So let's get started. So uh, Ben, thanks for joining. Just uh, two weeks ago, I've seen uh, the new AWS Bracket service about quantum computing, uh, a new service, uh, another new one, actually. Um, it seems that uh, it's, the cloud is a very, very dynamic, um, whether it's a new services, price changes. Um, this creates, uh, I assume, real challenges to build anything in the cloud, right? Yeah, thanks, thanks, John Philippe, and it's it's great to be here as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, really, the the constant churn and and, and expanse of the cloud is 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 exponential. You know, every every month we're getting more and more services coming out, and um, you know, one of the, one of the things I like to think about, think of it an analogy. You know, if you're if you if you're a cook in your kitchen and you've got all of these ingredients in your kitchen. You would never, you would never take the approach of, of, of putting all of them into, you know, in, into a pot and trying to cook with them. You need to choose all of these different ingredients. Well, if you think about the cloud, um, it's, it's a bit like a supermarket. That's that more and more every, every day, you know, every week, more and more um, products are coming into the supermarket. So every time you walk into that supermarket, you've got more and more choice to build and make new things, and really. Um, um, that's what you know. That's the way I think about it, anyway. And I think it, it really gives a challenge for people. So you can build things really quickly. This is true, but the choice has never been so great. I really like your your analogy. But uh, if I try to to follow through, then uh, if I have a recipe like telling me what I'm supposed to buy, uh, then I'm good to go, right? Well, I, I think I think this is some of the you know the pitfalls or or building in the cloud is that if, if you if you think about the analogy of of um, you know a restaurant and making food you know and you 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 sort of apply that to to building in the cloud where you you need to build your restaurant i.e. you use the cloud to build the restaurant and then the real focus then is to build your business outcomes or, or in the restaurant case your food. And people really focus on the recipes, yeah. They're really focusing on I'm going to have some targeted recipes um, to 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 make you know gr- you know maybe it's microservices or APIs and integrations, all of these things. That is absolutely true, and you need to really have those really nailed down, and and and, um, and you need to be very efficient and consistent in the way you build things if you want to lower your total cost of ownership. But you also have to take a step back and think about the actual factory you're building, the restaurant, if you like, and all of the capabilities you need in the cloud. And if we go back to my earlier sort of point, there are so many combinations and so many different choices. Um, you, you need to not just think about what you're building in terms of, of your business outcomes and your microservices and your APIs. You need to also think about what capabilities in the cloud are you going to select in order to to do that. Okay, that's that seems uh, quite quite complex and uh, indeed more than than a recipe, um, especially if uh, you know I'm I'm not an expert or uh, it's I don't want to to become an expert uh, in cloud. Um, so if I take your your analogy, uh, you know I just want to eat something at home. 
what, what do I do? If I don't want to, to become a, a cloud expert or to build um, a new organization uh, with a lot of expertise and all these new capabilities that you mentioned, uh, what do I do? Well, I, 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 I'm, loving, I'm loving the fact that we're expanding out of this analogy. I think if you look at what's happening with our customers, um, you, you are absolutely getting the chef at home happening so you you see especially in the business you know they're maybe frustrated with with it or whatever but they're built they're making their own food right essentially at home with whatever they've got around them and the cloud's amazing for that right you know people with relatively um you know some skills can can, can go in and they can take advantage of the cloud and they can they can actually build things very very rapidly the problem is always with scale right so if you're if you're in the business of creating one-off amazing food right one off recipes then then that's great and if you've got an amazing chef you you you'll get you'll get a fantastic outcome there but if you're if you look at most enterprises the key thing they they, they need to do is they need to they need to consistently and mass produce um business outcomes so that could be migrating you know 500 apps from a data center into the cloud right so how are you going to consistently do that yeah how are you going to build new innovative solutions in the cloud so chefing at home to use the analogy i um somebody who is a, a real high-end expert um who can do something will help you but it's not scalable right so when we start talking about how we're gonna how we're gonna take your business and expand it into the cloud we really need to think about the staff the organization structure we, we, we probably don't have time to talk about containers today, but they completely change the dynamic between the different kind of um, skill sets in your organization, between the infrastructure guys and the apps guys. So you need to really think about what skills do you need? The finances, the commercials, they're, they're, you know, they're not easy to, to handle in the cloud. A lot of the different aspects of the cloud have different commercial models. When you add all of that up, you don't always know what the actual bill is going to be at the end of the month because it depends on so many different variables. So in order for, I, I would say, this is my opinion, of course, is that the, the, in order for an enterprise to take advantage of the cloud, they really need to think about three things. They need to think about the organization structure they've got. They need to think about what their selected platform looks like and because they're not going to use all the cloud, right? They're going to use part of the cloud. So get a distilled version of that down that's going to be used by your teams to then create a whole bunch of you know migrations or you know building new apps innovation and all of that so really when we take back to your original question what what were they saying is i personally think most companies would need to think of it as a restaurant right they need to think about they're going to they're going to create high quality um food um but they're going to create a lot of it yeah, um, I, maybe even you could take it to the fast food analogy where you're going to create a lot of food. It maybe is not as high quality, but depending on your market, you need to create a lot of it. So to do that, you really need to think about your organization. You need to think about the platform you're going to use, the kitchen, the cutlery, the chairs, the tables. And then you really need to think about the recipes, how you're going to then use all of that capability to build really fantastic business outcomes. So I think it's... Um, I think the days of chefing at home um, are very are, aren't sustainable because of the end the result of the total cost of ownership. It becomes very costly to build um, unique solutions every single time. Hopefully that answers the question, Jean-Philippe. 
Yes, definitely. Um, and based on, on what you just mentioned, uh, I feel uh, like there, there's an opportunity to, to reduce costs, uh, but also leverage uh, uh, all these capabilities um, for some innovation. Uh, as you are very close to, to our clients, helping them uh, build in the cloud, uh, could you walk us through uh, three of the key benefits that um, that they that they have? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think once once you've, I mean, taking a slight step back. So so once a customer's decided um, that they 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 they're they're going to take an industrial approach, if you like, to building in the cloud. Let's let's put it that way. Um, and they've they've essentially thinking about those three things the organization the platform and then how you use the the organization and platform to create the outcomes you want once you've established that if you like um that that that, that whole setup that whole capability you're really gonna benefit massively in, in three ways uh, the first way is you, you know you're going to be able to focus on your business priorities the cloud should not be something you talk about on a daily basis and that's actually what's happening. You shouldn't be talking about this, right? It's like it's like going to a restaurant and talking just about the restaurant. If people are just talking about the restaurant, then they kind of miss the point. The food should be good as well, right? And in fact, you would rather people would talk about the food than the restaurant. Or maybe you get a bit of both. I get that ambience and things like this. But the cloud shouldn't be the main topic, yeah? The food should be the main topic, and in the case of the business outcome. So by organizing yourself properly, by having that platform in place and having those recipes all standardized, you can focus on building your business capabilities. The second thing is is is, is time to value. So really, you're gonna be able to build things a lot faster, right? You're gonna be able to take an idea, maybe an innovative idea, it, this is not all just about migrating old things into the cloud, right? We actually want to focus our, our our cash on building great new things, yeah? We want to invite new customers into our restaurant, to use our analogy. So that time to value is critical. So once we set those three things up, we're all of a sudden going to be able to produce different um, options, different choices, different marketing, um, you know, let's take cell phone apps or mobile phone apps, different types of things that our customers can then use. Now, really importantly, time to value doesn't just give you the ability to build things quicker, it gives you the ability to test things quicker. And that's a really important thing. I know you and me were talking before we did the podcast, but that 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 ability to push things out and try them out and then you know A B testing and all of that gives you that capability. And then finally, and this is possibly the boring one, but it's in the in uh, you know in the climate we're in and the world we're in now where it's never been more important to lower cost, standardizing on the way you build things massively reduces your total cost of ownership. Um, I meet lots of clients and I'll give you some examples where they'll have, say, let's take a DevOps tool chain, right? So this is the tools to build things with, yeah, um, and run them. And you can go into an organization and you can see 10 different teams with 10 different sets of tools building things in 10 different ways. Now, that's the equivalent of a company having you know, is businesses restauranteering and every single restaurant it has, has a completely different set of ways of building and cooking. Now we all know with a franchise restaurant chain, 
what you do is you standardize. So your restaurants maybe have their own feel. You know, the German restaurant looks slightly different to the British one, to the French one, but it can still all of the standard kitchen tools, the standard, you know, financial mechanisms, standard, all the other things could be standard, standard recipes and menus and so on and so forth. So the, the critical thing is that you standardize. It doesn't, it doesn't stop you varying the output, but it's, it, what it does is it massively reduces the amount of um, it overlap and, and, and cost within your organization. And, 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 and really that analogy I just used is exactly what is happening. So I'm meeting customers now who really want to start to consolidate the way they build and run things. And when we start doing the analysis, we realize they've got so many different ways of doing the same thing. Um, it becomes, they can get in-year savings immediately by standardizing. And I think with the, the advent of the virus, um, people are going to really need to think about how can I save money this year? And one of the big ways you do that is by consolidating the way that you build everything. Uh, definitely. And one of the ways to do that uh, quickly uh, is to, to use those accelerators, uh, which on top of that, like you said, uh, should help us do that uh, more, more quickly. Um, so, in, in your, in your, could you please like walk us through some examples of accelerators that uh, we offer to to our clients to to reach those goals? Yeah, sure. And and it's you know it's subject close to my background is I'm, I was an engineer. I, I still think of myself as an engineer and an, an architect. Um, but the truth of the matter is now really um, I, I'm 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 now helping customers with with my team. And with Capgemini to to really um, do that consolidation that I just talked about. So so what we what we do, what we offer in a number of ways is is um, you know it's quite detailed. But let me let me take you from the top. So first of all, in terms of the cloud platform, we we you know we we've got a standard set of services and. Um, you know, blueprints, if you like, how to build build DevOps tool chains, you know, manage Kubernetes, um, API management, all of the sort of basic things you need in order to drive out business priorities. So we come along and we can we offer our customers these either as fully managed services or as software and you know an expert cloud team will come in. You know, some customers want us to bespoke a platform for them, and this is fine. It takes longer. Um, we've got some great skills that can do that. But what we prefer to do is is, is really help them with, we, we've already built some stuff, right? We've already, you know, I work very closely with AWS, for example. Um, you know, we have an AWS accelerator, which really helps people build their capability in the cloud really rapidly. You know, all the onboarding processes, all of the um, the VPN connectivity, the GDPR compliance, all of that boring stuff that you have to do, but it's it's, it's very important you do do it. Um, we provide that as, as a full package and you can either have it as a fully managed service or you can have it as an accelerator where we'll adapt it for the particular client. So I'll probably give you best, best to give you an example of that if you if you don't, forgive me. So, so you know, We've worked, in, we've worked in a variety of sectors, well, all these major sectors, but an insurance company worked with recently, um, they want to get out of their data center. It's a sort of standard thing. They want to build new things as well. So they want innovation and they want, they, want, they want to exit a data center. So what we can do is we can go in and because we've standardized, to use the restaurant analogy, we've got a standard blueprint for a restaurant. We've got a standard set of blueprints for all the recipes that you can use the restaurant to create. Well, 
that that company really liked the restaurant, right? They really liked the recipes, but actually they wanted to adapt them. They wanted to add their, you know, certain security aspects to it, so on and so forth. So in that scenario, we go in with the accelerator, we adapt it with the client, we 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 adapt it to their needs, and then we start work. The key thing is though, we did all of that in three months, not eighteen months, and we've got a fully productionized sort of end outcome, you know, six or seven months later. The other option we've got and we do with clients is they, they go f- fully managed. And in that scenario, we do very little adaption. We just essentially set the restaurant up. We've, we've already got a bunch of preset recipes to do migration, to do to do essentially um, you know, building new things. And we really then just focus all of their expenditure on doing the business outcome and reducing their costs of the cloud. So that's that's the two real ways we work. You know, one is a fully out the box solution and the other is a, a solution which we adapt to the client's needs. I, I don't know, does that does that help? Is that, was that clear what I just said? I know it was quite a lot of words there. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Uh, I think what's uh, interesting is that we were able to cater to the different options that you highlighted before, whether I, the clients wants to to build their own capability, or if they want to rely on uh, on a partner uh, to do so. Um, and uh, I hope that uh, by now, uh, for our audience, it's clear that uh, accelerators really help to tackle the cloud complexity and uh, reach key, free key benefits, uh, focusing on the business outcomes, uh, the time to value, and also reducing uh, the TCO. Um, so thank you, Ben. Now with your uh, cooking analogy, I feel like I need to eat something. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel the same way as well. If I could just add one one little final point. So what what we at Capgemini, we're not suggesting that clients or IT departments don't know how to do this stuff. Not at all. And in fact, I meet amazing um, customers and, and people, individuals within those, those client um, organizations um, who really do know what they're doing, right? And they do it on a mass scale. And um, we learn a lot from those those folks as well. Um, we're not saying we, we, we know how to do it and, and everyone else doesn't know how to do it. But what we do as a GSI and what we're very passionate about doing is industrializing that whole process, yeah? And that's really what we're trying to do. Um, because the benefit is twofold. The customer gets the benefit from the cloud. We get the benefit from from creating business outcomes with the client because that benefits us as a GSI. That's what we're about, right? We're all about giving the client um, better market opportunity to grow their business. Um, and that's why we're really passionate about trying to start to help them industrialize and consolidate their approach to the cloud. So I just wanted to say, finish on that kind of note because I think it's, it, it, it's, it's it, you know, this could sound a little condescending. It's not meant to, you know, this is, this is, a, this is a, an ongoing conversation we're having on a daily basis. Well, uh, thank you, Ben. If you would like to hear more uh, about cloud accelerators and how Capgemini can help you um, uh, with our own accelerators, uh, feel free to reach out to Ben. Yeah, Jean-Philippe, if, 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 if ever, you just, just you can ping me on LinkedIn. The details will be coming up later on or my Capgemini email address. It'd be great to hear from you guys. Uh, I hope our listeners uh, enjoyed it too. All of our podcasts are available online, so you can subscribe to them through the usual channels, uh, SoundCloud. Um, So until next time, goodbye.